Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 172 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on November the 16th, 2018. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. How hey, are Pete, you? I'm good. How are you? How was your Halloween? I'm doing good. Folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin, how was Halloween over in the Mandel uh, family compound? Oh, not bad, not bad. What about in Florida? Um, you know what? We had a couple of trick or treaters here at my house. Um, Disney Springs was alive and well on Halloween, from what oh, I heard. I yeah. Um, I, you know, I really thought that because we have a neighborhood that like has lots of kids in it, so I assumed that we would get a lot of trick or treaters. But we, I mean, we didn't. We got like one group that was like twenty five teenagers, but other than that, um, it really was kind of quiet. Yeah, I live on a dead end in my town, and we have tons of kids, but, like, we had well, one trick-or-treater. Now, here at the shop, Halloween was on a Wednesday. Right. We're open late. I had probably a couple hundred trick-or-treaters. Yeah, I feel like people are kind of sticking more to, like, those, like, trunk-or-treat kind of things yep. or yep. things true. like that nowadays. Whereas, like, you know, when I was a kid, we just went around to houses. Yep, random houses. But the world has changed, so taking a little sip of coffee there. All right, are you ready to uh, dive into the news this week? Yes, let's do it. Yes, the news brought to you, as always, by our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. All right, we're starting off with some worldwide news. Have you heard about this automated photo pass coming to certain indoor character locations? No. Tell me about it. This was news that broke yesterday, and it kind of broke the internet. Uh, Up to nine different indoor character uh, experiences are no longer going to have PhotoPass photographers. They're going to have automatic cameras. Huh. Interesting, right? That is interesting. I, I don't know how I feel about it. I know how I feel about it. I hate it. Uh, I, I don't know how trail cameras are really going to capture the essence of those magical moments. You know, like what if they missed like the picture of your kid hugging Mickey or something like that? But it, I can't tell you how many times a PhotoPass photographer has taken the picture of my child with the character. I have handed him, then at the time, my card or let him scan my band. And as we're doing this, the character has an interaction with my kids. The photographer picks the camera back up and takes a couple more shots and yeah. then scans my band again. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm assuming that's over. Uh, probably. So this is going to be starting off at Mickey uh, at the Town Square Theater. I think Tinkerbell's getting it first. And then it's going to be rolled out to nine different indoor locations. Uh, it is an automated camera that will capture all moments from start to finish. And then you go over to a uh, kiosk where you would scan your, I guess you choose which photos you want and scan your band for what it sounds sounds like. like terrible. It does sound terrible. Like I, I even like getting like the bad ones too, you know? 
Yeah, why not? Yeah, um, it's easy. I, you know what I get to do after I get my character uh, picture? I get to walk away. Exactly. Now you're telling me I have to go and do some work afterwards. Yeah, and, and what's going to happen now? You're going to have to wait for the family before you to finish getting their pictures before you go and get yours. Yeah, that's a. This is, does not sound like a great idea. I mean, listen, every every idea is kind. You know, we're not in those meetings. We don't have that. You know, like they, it could be great. We don't know. It, to me, though, it doesn't sound good. And it sounds like a lot of what's happening with Disney lately is, you know, they raised the cast member um, salary to $15 an hour. Right. And I think a lot of what's happening now is because they raised the salary, they are getting rid of a lot of person. Like, there's rumors that they're getting rid of all the Streetmosphere people in Hollywood Studios, that they're getting rid of a lot of the citizens of Main Street. It's, it, feels, it feels like we're going to charge you more and take things away. Right. Now, I mean, unfortunately, it's the way the world works sometimes. I mean, but... it, yeah, and it stinks because, like, if, if any company in the world can afford to give its employees a livable wage, it's Disney. Yeah. I mean, I don't – I haven't done my research on it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they have a ton of employees at the same time. That is true. Yeah, I think there's over 2,000 – I business, think there's well over 2,000 cast members at any given time in Walt Disney World. I mean, I'm going to just speak selfishly here as the guest. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, I'm not for this idea. Yeah, same That's here. That's all I'm saying. Same here. Uh, in, the- in, a, in a world where you guys try and give me nothing but convenience, like there's a magic band, so I don't even have to pull my wallet out of my pocket. Like right. everything is about how fast we're going to make this. I can imagine that if my children are interacting with Mickey Mouse and this thing took – 50 pictures and i'm going to a kiosk now to decide which ones are going to my band uh i listen unless they have a select all but i'm sure they have a select all they have i mean at that point okay you're right i'm just gonna select them all and i'll do this at another time but you know that family in front of me isn't doing that no not at all because they're they're only taking the four that they really want right oh i don't look good in this one let me oh what do you think hon what do you think like oh come look at this one and meanwhile now the queue is backing up Right. Uh, so, but, so, and I don't know for sure that's going to be how it works. There might be multiple kiosks that multiple I families can be at. So, but still, uh, still, it's going to be annoying. That will annoy me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you—it's know, funny. I never minded going to. Um, you know how, like, for the ride pictures, you had to go and like scan your bands. Yes. And then pretty much everything just started coming to your band automatically. I didn't mind going and scanning my band. It literally took 30 seconds. Right. Like, I, I don't mind that kind of thing. But. Well, and I get nervous with the ones that don't have the scan the band. Cause me even, too. Even Especially with the RFID. First. Yeah, even with the RFID, I still scan. Yeah. If there's an opportunity to scan, I'm scanning. Right. But, like, things like Mind Train where like, or uh, Frozen where they don't have the scan. It's just all RFID right to your band. That worries me a bit. Yeah, me too. Okay, so we have news on the Walt Disney World Skyliner, the new transportation system that will be connecting Hollywood Studios, Epcot, Caribbean Beach Resort, Pop Century, and Art of Animation in Coronado Springs. Uh, that will be opening in late fall of 2019. You know, I wasn't excited about I mean, I've never really cared the entire time we've talked about it. Right. For some reason, the other day, I saw that little blurb, and I saw the you know, concept picture, and for yeah. some reason, I just got really excited. I don't know why. It's going to be I, cool. I, I want to know how they're going to keep it like cool in the summer, because uh, you can't really have electricity in these things, so no air conditioning or fans. Right. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it. Well, I mean, what's the difference between riding on this and riding on the, uh, you know, Walt Disney World Railroad? You know what? That's a good point. Well, the Walt Disney World Railroad is open air. I doubt that the, I doubt that these gondolas are going to be open where people can jump out of them. 
No, they're but they're going to be open. It's going to be like a, like a Ferris wheel. Probably. You can't jump out of a Ferris wheel, but it's open. True, true. Okay, so moving along here. Uh, so that about this time next year, I'm assuming we'll be getting ready for the gondolas. I, I'll tell you what. I'm curious as to how many gondolas there are going to be. Yeah. Like how many individual cars are there? Because that's a long stretch. Of, I mean, it's miles and miles we're talking about. It is. Like, I'm really curious how many cars we're talking about and how that affects ride wait time. How like how do they? And I'm listen. I might just be speaking ignorantly about the system. I don't know how it works. Like if I get in at Caribbean Beach, is that Caribbean Beach? Yeah. Okay. If I get in at Caribbean Beach and I'm going three stops down to this place, how do they know? Like how do I? How do they know who's getting out at the next stop? I would assume that like when you come into the station, you just get out. The next station. Whatever station you're getting off at. But right, how do they know I'm not getting out at the next station? It's well, not like these cars I don't come think to they a have stop, to. I don't do think, they? No, they're not going to stop. They'll probably just go very slow when they hit the station. Right. I, I think that's how these things usually work. Otherwise, it would be constantly stopping and starting. Right. I just, I'm, like a ski I'm lift. curious. Like, like, yeah, right. like, like, a, like a chairlift at a ski lodge. So you're online. You have four people. You're online. You want to go over to Epcot. How do you, like, so the cars are coming in and slowing down. How do you know when you jump into a car? When somebody gets out, I guess. When one comes, it's empty. That's true. It probably unloads. These are all questions. Um, yeah, these are all questions we'll be able to answer in you know a year. Right. I'm you just know, curious. You know what it else probably is unloads opening? down the track? So when it comes to you, it's already empty. Oh, and I'm you sure. just jump it. Yeah the the uh, the loading and unloading areas are super long. Right. So, from what I've seen of the construction sites, but you know what else is opening in about a year is Star Wars Land. So this will all kind of coincide. Right. It'll be a very exciting uh, fall season next year. Uh, so Disney After Hours is expanded to include Animal Kingdom in Hollywood Studios. Okay. Yep. So tickets for After Hours events uh, are will be on sale November 15th through the Disney Reservation Center. All Disney After Hours event tickets cost $125 plus tax in advance and $129 on the day of. Uh, DVC members and annual pass holders do receive a discounted price of $95 plus tax. That's actually a pretty hefty discount. Yeah, Get about is. 30 bucks off. Uh the event gives you access to the park for three hours after regular park hours, which means nearly no waits for attractions, and you can enter the park early at 7 p.m. on your night. Before Disney After Hours begins, ice cream, popcorn, and non-alcoholic beverages are also included in your Disney After Hours admission, uh, which is separately priced, which is a separately priced ticket from daytime park admission. So we've got Magic Kingdom event nights on November 26th, December 3rd and 10th, January 7th, 17th and 24th and 28th. Uh, and February 7th, 14th, and 28th, and March 7th. So, oh, Valentine's Day. Hollywood Studios, attractions that will be available will include Slinky Dog Dash, Aliens Rolling Saucers, and Toy Story Mania, Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, and select quick service food and beverage locations will also be open for purchase. Event nights at Hollywood Studios will be December 8th, 15th, and 22nd, uh, January 5th, 12th, and 19th, February 2nd, 9th, and 16th, and March 2nd, 9th, 16th, 23rd, and 30th, and April 6th and 13th. Uh, Animal Kingdom, Tree of Life Awakening, The Adventures um, the adventures Within Pandora, World of Avatar, and more. Select quick service food and beverage, obviously. Uh, dates are going to be December 4th, 12th, and 18th, January 8th, 16th, and 22nd, and 31st, February 5th, 6th, 12th, 13th, 19th, and 26th. March 5th, 20th, and 27th, and April 3rd. So there I'm you go. curious if anybody goes to them, if it's good. I, I, In my opinion, I mean, I feel like Magic Kingdom would be the only one to do something like this for. Yeah, I agree. 
just for the dearth of rides. Yes. Ooh, but dirt. good good word. I'm I'm sure people are going to uh go to these. Uh water park news. Typhoon Lagoon is closed today due to cold weather. So I, I just oh. you know I'm always fascinated when that happens. Uh, yeah. Well I woke up this morning, it was forty nine degrees out. Well that sounds nice. Yeah, it's actually really nice at the window open in my office right now. But uh the so just so people know when they come during the winter months, there is you know, if you plan a water park day there is the possibility that if the temperature drops, that water park is going to be closed. So always have a contingency plan in the winter, is what I'm saying. Uh, no Magic Kingdom news this year. We're going to cover a lot of that in our e-ticket attraction, but we do have some Epcot news. Did you see this? What is vi- it? Did you see this video where they revealed the vehicles for the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster? I did. I did. Amazing looking, right? Love it. So first of all, they confirmed that this building, which I've told you before, the, the skeleton of this building is massive. Right. Um. They're saying that this building can hold four spaceship Earths. That's a lot. Yeah, that's pretty huge. Now, the vehicles, it, so it looks like this is going to be a huge winding roller coaster. It didn't look like it was going upside down, though, which I like. Um, so the vehicle is going to have scenes all over. I mean, the attraction is going to have scenes all over the place, and the vehicle seats will turn with the scenes so that you're never missing anything. Now, what are you thinking this ride's going to be like? I don't think this is going to be like anything we've ever seen. I am uh, just I, I like to prepare way in advance for anxiety about rides that are like super roller coaster. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's going to be a roller coaster with screens. I think it's going to be I, you know what? If I'm going to compare it to anything, maybe Gringotts. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, now, which I don't now, really Gringotts know if you can call Gringotts a roller coaster, ride... though. This seems like it's going to be more intense than that. Yeah, well, it's got to be. It's got to be bigger. Yeah. But doesn't your ride car also turn and stuff in Gringotts? It does. Right. So we're probably looking at a better version of that, which is saying something because that ride's pretty fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, oh, by the way, speaking of rides and, and uh, Universal, I I remember how I said Jimmy Fallon's the worst ride in the world? Yes. Uh, I was wrong. This new Fast and the Furious ride is Probably the single worst thing I've ever experienced. All right. Tell me about it. I mean, like, it's so laughably bad, Pete. Like, have you ever seen these movies? Of course. I've seen all of them. I haven't. But I just went on with two of my friends from New Jersey who were visiting, and they had seen the movies and loved the movies. They even hated it. It, Is it just another screen ride? It's just another screen ride. But here's the difference. You know how, like, in Kong, like, there's screens all around you and you, like, Mm -hmm. move through it? Picture Kong, but you're not moving. The Fast and the Furious ride is just furious. Is no, it's not fast, and I'm furious. Huh? Because because like it, it like it's literally just you're sitting still in a tunnel while like Vin Diesel and The Rock like jump over your car constantly, and things are blowing up on the screens and you get hit with water okay you're literally just sitting in a car while they throw water at you <laughs> in a parked Parked. vehicle i got any moment you're going to be dunked it's like you're in a dunk tank exactly uh but you're in a quote-unquote ride vehicle you're, in, you're it's very much like the kong vehicle it's like a long but it, but it doesn't move uh no it doesn't move at all now you're saying literally you don't go anywhere you go from one room into the next once you go into that tunnel room you no longer move uh, not surprising. Listen, I like Universal. I don't need to go next time I'm down there. I, I I really like all the Harry Potter stuff. 
As but honestly, I. the nonstop screen rides, it's just like, okay. It's its to the point where it's like, well, apparently the Nintendo stuff is not going to be screens from what they're saying. I don't know how you do Mario the, Kart. The irony that, but... that the Nintendo stuff is not going to be screens. I know, right? <sighs> and I feel like that's where, like, you, it would make sense to do Nintendo with screens because it would feel like you're in a video game. Right. But, you know. Uh, all right. So moving along. The, Where's that uh, Nintendo stuff going, by the way? Um, I, I saw like a mock-up of it. I don't know if it was real or not, though. I couldn't tell if it was like a confirmed thing or a fan thing. But if it's real, wow, does it look awesome. Huh. Okay. The Ralph, oh, so we have Ralph, Rick and Ralph and Vanellope von Schweetz coming to Epcot for a character experience this fall. Okay. And they're going to start out at Innoventions West. Uh, but it, it seems like they're going to be moving out of there pretty quick. And this might be a, like permanent character meet and greet because they're building a meet and greet area for them in the imagination pavilion in the image works lab nice yeah i'm very happy that adds about a little that. something over there uh no animal kingdom news this week but we do have some dhs news hollywood studios the new entrance is now open for vehicles to come through so it okay. yeah it's off osceola parkway and it's a far more direct route into the park this is the first step of the you know the new disney's hollywood or i guess the second step toy story land was the first step of right. the new Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, moving along, Ralph Breaks the Internet is having a preview over at Walt Disney One Man's Dream, which uh, is now called Walt Disney Presents, but I'll always call it One Man's Dream. Uh, Pizza Rizzo has moved to seasonal operations. Huh, really? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Pizza Rizzo before this was closing at like 5 o'clock. So moving Why? to seasonal operations kind of see There's never anybody in there, ever. Huh. Interesting. I know. And apparently Muppet Vision is closing early now. Oh, boy. Don't tell me. Is this like a bad sign? No, I don't know. Because so by closing early, I mean it closes like an hour before the park closes. Okay. So like it's just not open during the fireworks, essentially. (sighs) I don't think we have to worry just yet. I don't have to chain myself to the building just yet. You know, and, and don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't like the idea of Pizza Rizzo, but Pizza Planet... And that restaurant was barely like kind of Pizza Planet ish, but right. you're going to draw people who are like Toy Story people to go see that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just be, like I don't know, maybe it wasn't the uh, the best switch over to a Muppet theme. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably. I mean, I've been waiting my whole life for a Muppet restaurant. It just stinks that you know it wasn't the, Gon- yeah, that was the it. Gonzo's Pandemonium Pizza Parlor would have been great, right? The original concept of a Muppet restaurant, but it's not that. Um, okay, so that's the news this week. Okay. Yep. So we, we spent a lot. There's a lot of Christmas news, but we're covering in the ticket attractions. So uh, we're going to take a quick break here from our sponsors and the rest of the White Dragon Podcast Network, and we'll be back with our e-ticket attraction of the week. So stay tuned, folks. More Two Men in the Mouse coming at you right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier? Makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it were his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. 
you never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. He gave them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. All Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends on his name on it. Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. My name is Dimitri Ravanis, and I'm the host of a brand new podcast called Chewing Clock. Now, you might remember me from my old show here on WDPN called The Extra Magic Hour. Well, now I've got a new podcast each and every weekday morning talking about my one true love, college football. That's right. Chew on that, wife. You don't have to be a hardcore fan of the sport to like the show. You don't even have to be a fan at all. Sure, sometimes we're talking about what's happening on the field, but other times I'll be arguing passionately that Nick Saban is a Gryffindor, not a Slytherin. So tune in each and every weekday morning. You can always find it on iTunes, Stitcher, and at armchairallamericans.com. The name of the show is Chewing Clock with me, Dimitri Ravanis, and my co-host Tyler McComas. Join us every weekday morning. Hi there, this is Monica Pinto from the Mouse in Our House podcast, inviting you to join me here every other Friday for all things Disney from my perspective. Let's face it, with our fast-paced lives in a crazy world, always running from one place to another, from hectic work days to family responsibilities, from household chores to those never-ending errands, 
it sometimes seems impossible to survive until your next Disney trip. How to turn that around? Easy, by keeping a little bit of that Disney magic in our everyday lives. So go ahead, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and a little something sweet, and let's chat Disney. Join me here on the White Dragon Podcast Network every other Friday where we'll celebrate all the magic, all the fun, all the memories, and even some stuff that's not so magical. But don't worry, a little bit of pixie dust should take care of that. So until then, I hope you remember to keep the mouse in your house. Hello, I'm Storybook Julius, the White Dragon Podcast Network's resident Canadian and the host of Storybook Radio, a Walt Disney World and Universal Studios podcast appearing every Wednesday here on WDPN. Walt Disney was a storyteller, and well, so am I. Now, I'm not saying that I'm as cool as Walt Disney or anything, but I'm saying that if you're looking for a unique take on the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios theme parks, with immersive looks at their stories, backstories, and histories, you've come to the right place. Head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic to subscribe to and download the Storybook Radio podcast each and every Wednesday. You can also check out www.storybookradio.com for more details and more content. My name, my name, my name is Barry Allen. Is Oliver Queen? Is My name is Kevin J. Kessler. I'm not the fastest man alive, nor did I spend five years in hell. And despite my lifelong wish, I'm not from Krypton. I am a published author and podcaster with a love of all things geeky. And a lot of that love is centered around the CW Network's DC Universe. That's why I'm teaming up with the great folks over at the Hanging with Web show to create the Just Us Watchtower, a look inside the Arrowverse. It isn't just going to be me rehashing what happened on all of your favorite CW superhero shows. No, this is an in-depth discussion with a rotating panel of superfans diving deep into the themes, interconnectivity, and overall storyline of The Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and Black Lightning. So join us every single week on the Krypton Radio Network for a trip through Central City, Star City, National City, Freeland, and time itself. And we'll see you in the Watchtower. Watchtower is Folks, it is the most wonderful time of the year to be in Walt Disney World, and I can't say enough good things about the holiday season in Disney. Pete, it's your favorite time of year, too, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just uh, perfect for so many reasons, but it is fantastic. One of the things we say on Two Men in the Mouse all the time is with things like Halloween, it's only Halloween on Main Street USA, unless you're going to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, but it is Christmas everywhere, and we're talking all four parks we're talking the resorts we're talking disney springs every gift shop christmas explodes in walt disney world and it's wonderful and so that's why this week for our e-ticket attraction of the week pete and i wanted to guide you guys through walt disney world for the holidays 2018 all the offerings all the specialties so let's jump into some holiday cheer peter mandel perfect uh, Magic Kingdom, obviously Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is already underway. Uh, Disney Springs is all Christmased out. Uh, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios looks amazing. Uh, so where do you want to start? Do you want to start talking about resorts? Do you want to start talking about springs? Or do you want to start oh, with some of the start with resorts. Resorts, I, it, at the holidays, that's always a wonderful thing is Absolutely. the resorts. There's not really a whole lot to talk about with the resorts, which is why I think it's a good idea to start there as well. The main thing for ho- the holidays at the resorts is the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Even if you're not staying there, swing through because they have a life-sized 
gingerbread house in the lobby. That, we usually just, make a point of stopping by this time of year. There's nothing more Christmassy than that gingerbread house. And they sell, you can buy shingles from the house. They sell cookies and, and candies out of outside of it. Cast members are actually working in a gingerbread house. And it's, yeah, it's that's beautiful. pretty cool. Yeah, I love it. Uh, every resort is decorated up for Christmas. Uh, a lot of other resorts also have like the large gingerbread house kind of setup, but none of it is advanced as the one at the Grand Floridian. I believe the boardwalk had one. Um, usually the contemporary has some kind of big gingerbread yeah, looking they thing. They normally all have, I mean like the Grand Floridian is like the grandiose one, yes. right? Yeah, Although I got to tell you something, I don't, go I, in. I don't love the shingles. No, love yeah, don't buy the shingles, buy the cookies. I remember getting two shingles being like, these are going to be great. Didn't love the shingles. Um, but I think it's cool. Like the contemporary normally has like a scene that they set up. And yep. the cool thing is in the scene, they're always hidden Mickey's. Yes. So I think that's really neat. What does the Polynesian do? They have something awesome. They usually have a, they have a really big, awesome tree in the lobby that I love. I think they have a gingerbread house though, but I mean, it's they, we're talking... they haven't in past years that I've seen mm-hmm. it. Cause I usually make it a point to go over there during the holidays. I remember they had one last time I was there. Now I'm talking table size, not yeah. like, you know, oh, I could yeah. step into it. Uh, yeah, I hadn't seen that. Um, but yeah, I love their Christmas tree at the Polynesian. I always try to get a picture oh, of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the resorts are great. I, my, one of my favorite resorts to visit during the holiday season is um, the Wilderness Lodge. Okay. The giant Christmas tree in front of that big, huge fireplace. It's such an awesome moment. Get yourself a hot chocolate or a cup of coffee. Um, and just sit there in the lobby and enjoy the Christmas atmosphere. I love it. Uh, so Disney Springs has got quite a lot going on, Pete, like more so than ever before. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, Disney Springs loves to get into the holiday season. So what do we got in Springs this year? Are they doing the trees, like the individual trees? Yes. The, fir- the first thing we'll talk about, the Christmas tree trail is back this year. Uh, the, so the Christmas tree trail is a series of different Christmas trees that are decorated to coincide with different Disney movies and um, characters. So there's like a Mickey and Minnie tree. There, there's, a, there's usually a Muppets tree. I will be actually be going there tonight. So I'll be reporting back on this next time as to how it is. But they're always playing Christmas music and they make it snow in there, which is a great like if you want that snowy Christmassy experience, but aren't going to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. This is a great way to do it. We'll also talk about that with Hollywood Studios because they do the effect there as well. Right. Is there any truth to the rumor they will be taking the Muppets tree down early this year? Uh, no, no, there's no truth to that rumor whatsoever, Peter Mandel. And I and I and I I, I, I dislike you greatly for even suggesting <laughs> such a thing. Uh, OK, so moving along, the um, uh, Santa Claus is always there at Disney Springs. That holiday superstar himself, Chris Kringle, old St. Nick. He is now he used to be over by the Ghirardelli, but last year they moved him into what's called Santa's Chalet, which is a big uh, Santa Claus meet and greet that is located within the Christmas tree trail. And potentially still has a live photographer. Yes, it does have a live photographer. I love santa claus at disney springs because me too especially we've only done it once yeah for floridians also it's like you know when you go to visit a santa claus at um at what do you call it the um like the mall the mall yeah like you're paying for that right right uh disney springs you just walk up and get a picture with them if you have memory maker it's on your memory maker or you can just take a picture with your camera it's a free santa claus meet and greet which i love yeah that's nice which i mean you know and disney springs is kind of the place to go yeah, definitely. Uh, 
a lot of the musical acts in Disney Springs will also be doing seasonal songs. A lot of them do Christmas carols and holiday songs. The acapella group I know does a lot of them. There's also a, yep. There's also a scavenger hunt. Uh, oh, free taps are I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a Stitches holiday gift hunt. Is a scavenger hunt you can do in Disney Springs this year. Okay, what is that? It involves going around and finding Stitch uh, statues of Stitch all throughout uh, Disney Springs with very holding up various gifts. Huh. Oh, I like that. Kind of like the Remy scavenger hunt yeah. over in Epcot for food and wine. Um. They also have the Nutcrackers on stilts. Uh, the they have uh, cast members dressed up as as seasonal Nutcrackers, and they walk around on stilts. So it's pretty cool. Okay, gotta love that. Earl of Sandwich also has a seasonal offering, which I think a lot of people will be very interested in. Uh, fans of Earl of Sandwich at Disney Springs will be happy to hear that the legendary holiday sandwich will be joined by an all new holiday ham sandwich for this holiday season. So the holiday, yeah, the holiday sandwich is everybody's favorite sandwich at at, at Earl of Sandwich. It is uh, turkey, cornbread stuffing, um, and cranberries. Have you ever had it? I have, many times. It's I have also. It's, it's great. So the new holiday ham sandwich switches the turkey for ham, and on top is some warm melted cheese, which I know is not your thing, but you can probably get it without the cheese. And on top, uh, so um, WW Magic reports that they had an early preview of the sandwich and says that it's definitely one that you're going to want to try. I'm amazed that Earl of Sandwich has like a following. Yeah, dude, I don't get it's it. It's weird. You know, in Disneyland, there's one in downtown Disney, uh-huh. and they closed it because they were projected to build this, like, hotel. It's like this long, okay. drawn-out story. They actually closed the AMC there because they were going to move a parking lot and build a hotel, so they had to close a couple stores. And then that all fell through because there were problems, actually, with Anaheim itself. Oh. And the Earl Sandwich, they're like, all right, Earl Sandwich is just going to open back up because, I mean, people love Earl of Sandwich. My friends Zach and Becky, who have co-hosted the show a few times, they love Earl of Sandwich. They, so does like, my wife. It's like the first thing they want to do when they get. I'm like, there are so many better things at Disney Springs to get than Earl of Sandwich. Kevin but, in downtown in in Disneyland, it is all the way down the end. I mean, it is as far from the parks right. as you can get. It is next to the Disneyland Hotel, which is on the polar opposite side. My wife, well, let's go walk down there and get lunch. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. I have to say, does yes she want to go to it in it. in Disney World too? When you guys hit the Springs? No, we never do it there. But we're never Springs like lunchtime, and that is a total lunch place for my wife. It's I would say it's a lunch place for me too. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd eat dinner there. Right. They also are going to be serving up a a gooey peppermint brownie. Hmm. So it's a brownie with sprinkling of peppermint candy on top. Okay. So that's I'm always a... weirded out by the peppermint sprinkle. Yeah, I know. Like it's I... weird. It's like hard. I don't really. I don't love peppermint to begin with. So... I do, but I, I think it's odd when you have like a hard. I saw they have like churros that have like peppermint, like yeah. crushed peppermint on top. I'm like, really? Yeah. So yeah, the um, that's about everything going on. Also, they have huge, gorgeous Christmas trees at Disney Springs, and usually photo pass photographers are on hand to take pictures, holiday pictures for you over at the Springs. Soon to be PhotoPass robots. Not everywhere is getting photo. There's still over 100 locations throughout Walt Disney World that has live photo. Dude, how cool would it be, though, if one day it became just robots who took your picture? Like, like Johnny Five? Automated robots who were like, that looks great, Snap. Turn your head like this. <laughs> Move over onto the X, please. Have a magical day, human. That'd be great. Until one day, like, it starts raining and, like, itchy and scratchy land, and they just want to destroy all humans. 
we'd all want selfies with the robot. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, but then, hey, then I, you have your fla- then have you have push. your flash you have your flash on, and it makes the robot go crazy and goes into kill all humans mode. Right. Exactly. Photo pass. And then robots. we just run. Well, yeah. Uh, so Animal Kingdom, not a lot going on. They they decorated up real nice. I usually love the Animal Kingdom tree because I love the decorations on it. Uh, however, they are doing one new thing this year. It's the up the up bird show. It's celebrating okay. Diwali, the Hindu festival of lights. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, so a little a little extra holidays uh, going on here, not just Christmas, which I always like to see. And you love birds? Uh, no, I don't. Hollywood Studios, uh, they have the Flurry of Fun, which is the laser, which is the Sunset Seasons greeting show on Sunset Boulevard, where they also have snow and now laser lights. They brought okay. some of those laser lights over from the Little Mermaid, but. I know you're about to be like, oh, you're about to laugh at this, but it actually looks pretty cool because they have, um, it, it, like, the way it works with the snow looks really, really neat. I believe it. Technology now is amazing. I like yeah. lasers. Well, they put and they put projections up on the uh, Hollywood Tower Hotel, Tower of Terror, and it looks it looks fantastic. Have you ever seen this? You haven't seen it in person, right? I've seen pictures only. Yeah, it's so cool. And, I, and again, this is a place where it'll snow. Also, they got the Jingle Bell Jingle Bam show, which I have to actually watch Prep and Landing this year so that I can appreciate it. Maybe yeah, I would like, like to watch it again this year, too. Uh, and it snows during Jingle Bell Jingle Bam as well. And on the you can walk down Hollywood Boulevard with it snowing as well. So also kind of that Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party experience. Okay. You can meet Santa Claus at Hollywood Studios this year. He's over on Sunset Boulevard in the Once Upon a Time store. Wow. All right. Yep. Uh, Seasonal offerings also at Toy Story Land. It's all decorated up for Christmas, and all of the characters are in seasonal costumes. And, of course, there's the decorations that they... You know, Hollywood Studios used to be the Christmas park because it had the Osborne Family Spectacle at Dancing Lights. Obviously doesn't have that anymore, so they've they've been trying to make it the Christmas park again. They've got a beautiful tree that's in the center of that dinosaur Gertie area. Uh, They've got the, the, the decorations in the water. They really turn Hollywood Studios into a winter wonderland, and I really enjoy that. I got to tell you, that entire area around the water, last year they had the uh, the Christmas ornaments like in the water, mm-hmm. and everything was decked out. They had like the reindeer like on the, the side with um, like the Hollywood and Vine. I thought it looked so cool. We took a zillion pictures like just walking around the water right there. Yeah, I, I love that area. It's so gorgeous. I really want to um, explore Hollywood Studios a lot more. And I'm really hoping that when Star Wars Land opens up next year, around holidays, they'll do something special for there as well. Maybe a little Wookiee Life Day celebration. Yes. Right? Lumpy is real. Lumpy is real. Lumpy Chewbacca's son. If you've never seen the Star Wars Holiday special, folks, look it up. It's on. I'm sure it's on YouTube. You can find it somewhere. Try and get through it. Try and get through it. If you can get through it, let me know. Because it's long. Although, a wonderful example of Harrison Ford's acting ability because everyone else kind of like hams it up and he is like full blown invested in that thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the scene where he almost falls off the ledge, like at Chewie's. I've actually never seen the whole thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I started to once and I was just like, I it's can't, hard to get through. I can't get through I this know. whole thing. Who is that? Phyllis Diller that shows up. Phyllis Diller, B. Arthur. Someone shows up, and you're just like, what is happening? That's the Star Wars Holiday Special with B. Arthur. <laughs> uh, B. Arthur's definitely in it. You're right. It is B. Arthur. Yeah. <clears throat> so Epcot. Epcot is always wonderful at Christmas. They have, you know, the 
the theme of holidays around the world has always been Epcot's bread and butter during the holiday season. Right. And they do that with the Holidays Around the World Festival, which they started a couple of years ago, where they have holiday kitchens. It's like a it's like a Christmassy food and wine. I'm really hoping that they have the cookies and milk area back again this year because that was really that was my favorite last year. A lot of the characters are also in holiday outfits. So like last year you were able to get Belle in her Christmas dress. Oh wow, awesome. Yeah. So my friend Samantha and I got that picture and it was really fun. You uh pass holders can get a special holiday pass holder magnet, which is goofy. Okay. Which is great because now that means that, you know, four of the Fab Five now have a magnet. Uh, I'm assuming Pluto will be one coming out soon. Or Daisy. You know, that always kind of swaps out. There's also a scavenger hunt in Epcot. Chip and Dale's Christmas tree spree. Very similar to the Stitch one that we just talked about. It's you got to find Chip and Dale with various ornaments. Hmm. Illuminations. This is the last year to catch the special holiday finale of Illuminations. Have you ever seen that? I have. I love the holiday finale. Me too. It's great. And it's a shame this is going to be the last year for it. Yeah, but I, you know, Epcot's due for a change. Come right. On. Well, so the main event for Epcot at the holidays is the Candlelight Processional. Am I right about that? Yes. So we have we have the full announced um, lineup of narrators now. Okay. November 22nd and 23rd will be Cheetah Rivera. Uh, the 24th and 25th will be Helen Hunt. You know, from Mad About You and yep, As Good yep. As It Gets. Uh, the 26th and 27th, 7th, Alfonso Ribeiro. Yeah, America's Funniest Home Videos. What? Oh, yeah, oh, him. America's yeah, I, I was like, I was thinking Bob Saget at first. Uh, but speaking of Bob Saget, December 1st and 2nd will be John Stamos. Oh, wow. I'd like yeah. to see John Stamos. John Stamos, crazy Disney head, too. Super, super crazy Disney head. Yeah. Um, the third to the sixth is Neil Patrick Harris, who is the main event of this entire season. Everybody loves him. Who, by the way, if you saw his Halloween photo, I did. Totally jealous. I didn't. What did he do? He his whole his family did a haunted mansion scene with them as the ghosts. Oh, cool. And I mean, you know, he's a crazy haunted mansion guy. Yeah. So, um, was super jealous, but loved every second of it. December seventh through ninth is Whoopi Goldberg. The tenth through the twelfth is Bart Millard. I don't know who that is. The 13th and 14th is Blair Underwood. Okay. The 15th and 17th is Gary Sinise. The 18th and tw- to, tw- to the 20th is Pat Sajak uh, from Wheel of Fortune. The 21st to the 23rd is... Al- Go for it, Kevin. You got this. Alulil Cravalho. Uh, I believe that's the, the, the young lady who voices Milana. Okay. Then you've got the 24th and 25th, Edward James Olmos. And then on the 26th and 27th, you have Jody Benson, Ariel the Little Mermaid. Yep, yep. And 28th and through the 30th, Cal Ripken Jr., who showed up huh. a lot. That's okay. his whole claim to fame. He showed up. Yep, that's his thing. Uh, Robbie Benson, by the way, is um, the voice of the Beast. Yes. Which I think a lot of people don't realize. So yeah, that's Epcot for the holidays. Ready to do- so the Magic Kingdom is where we're going to spend the majority of our time here because we got to talk about Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Definitely. What are your opinions on Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party? You've done it a few times now, right? I have. Um, I don't love it, of course, as much as Not So Scary. So I don't feel it's the necessity that Not So Scary is. Not at the price point. But having said that, if I'm going to go, I mean, of course I love it, you know. 
Yeah. I like the the after party, if you will, at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, you can't really... Uh, so I went to my first Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party last week, and it was the it was the first one of the season, so it was very crowded. And I actually developed, a, you know, strategies form as you, as you go. And we actually did it pretty smart. We, the whole first couple of hours, we just went to all the treat locations. Okay. Because there's different treats this year. It's not just the same cookies and hot chocolate everywhere. Oh, nice. Yeah, we'll go through that. But so we did all of that and let, like, the first couple parades go by and whatnot. Caught the parade over in, um, Frontierland because there weren't as many people over there trying to crowd in front of the castle. And then caught the fireworks, um, you know, later in the evening. Didn't catch the stage show though, unfortunately. So that was a bummer, but, uh. I don't normally do the stage show. I've seen it, I've seen videos of it on, you know, online and it looks pretty cool, but yeah, it's no hocus pocus. Right. So here's some of the things that are going on during Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. You have the Frozen Holiday Wish, which they do twice actually. They do, I believe, once before the park closes, and then they do once when the party starts. Yep. You have Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration, which is the stage show. Club Tinsel takes over um, Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe. And yes, Sunny Eclipse is gone for the party. They give him the night off. It's always weird when you go by there. And he's not like, he's, not in gone. he's like literally gone. Yeah. Like he's out in the party somewhere probably, but yeah. it's weird just not even seeing him there. Maybe he used one of those image regulators from... Uh, from Supergirl. To, you probably don't watch Supergirl. Nope. But for folks that do watch Supergirl, I do have a new podcast about the CWDC <laughs> universe called the Just Us Watchtower. Uh, <laughs> but the, um, yeah, so he was gone and it was like that Harry Potter moment where it's like, how dare you stand where he stood to the DJ. But the club tends to look pretty cool. Uh, polar bears and reindeer come in to dance with the kids, which I think is just unsanitary. But... Yeah, like there's there's a, the cast member like walked out with the polar bears like walking behind her because she was the handler, and me and my friends were just yelling out like, "There's a bear behind you!" <laughs> uh, so then you also have Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Parade, the Totally Tomorrowland Christmas Dance Party, Holiday Wishes, which is a fireworks show, and um, various treats. You ready? For, you ready to hear about the treats? This is what I'm most excited about. Yes. So when you first walk in, you know how like when you go into the parties now, you go into that little side area over to the upper right hand corner of the first hub in Main Street. Yes. So you go down there and you get a giant Mickey Santa Claus sugar cookie. Oh, that immediately sounds better than what I've ever had there. Oh, it was huge. It's like the size of your hand. Let me ask you a question. Did it seem like it was in a pack of 50 or like they actually made it? No, like they actually made it and, and packaged them individually. Okay, nice. Yeah, no, it was good. You can get a snow cone and a snowman soft pretzel at Tortuga Tavern in Adventureland. Interesting. Eggnog and ginger molasses cookie at the ticket office in Liberty Square. That's right underneath where they do the Muppets Great Moments in History. Yep. Dove chocolates and apple cider at the Friar's Nook in Fantasyland. It's not okay. apple cider, by the way. It's just okay. apple juice. It's like Mott's apple juice. And they give you like two little tiny Dove chocolates. So this is one to skip. Uh, there's a peppermint crunch cookie at Pete's Silly Sideshow at uh, the Storybook Circus in Fantasyland. There's also hot chocolate at that one. Hot chocolate, okay. Fanta, and a variety of cookies at Pinocchio's Village House. Also, chocolate chip cookie and snow cone at Anti-Gravity's uh, Galactic Goodies in Tomorrowland, and hot chocolate and snickerdoodle cookies at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe. Hmm. 
So a lot different, a lot of different things than you're used to. That sounds great. To be honest, I couldn't eat all these cookies, but I just kept going to them and just kept loading them up in like my bag. In the container. Yeah. So lo- I loaded them all up in my bag and then just had cookies later. How many cookies do you think were in your bag at any one time? Probably six or seven. Okay, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, the char- Did you also put the drinks in your bag? No. No, I drank the drinks. Okay. We have characters, some great character interactions here. You ready? Yes. Main Street, USA. You've got Santa Claus right there uh, in that right when you first walk in and over to the left where he usually is. Okay. Mickey Mouse, obviously, in the Town Square Theater. And Jack Skellington and Sally, Jack as Sandy Claus, will be over in the Town Square Theater as well. They moved them away from the, um, the that gazebo that they're usually in, and they, they put them in Tinkerbell's area, but they gave them a really great set. What is and Sally's there also? Yeah. What is she wearing? I don't know. Um, I would assume she's just regular Sally. Well, I've 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 uh had a picture with Sandy Claus before, but mm-hmm. there was no Sally, so I was right. curious if they made her Christmassy. Uh you know what? I will look into that and let you know. Thank you. Adventureland. Uh you can get Aladdin, Jasmine, Genie, and Abu, Captain Jack Sparrow, Moana, and Peter Pan. Frontierland have the country bears out. In Liberty Square, you can get a really great rare photo. Mary Poppins and Bert. Perfect. Fantasyland. Ariel and Prince Eric. Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. Cinderella and Prince Charming. Uh, Belle. Winnie the Pooh and Friends wearing like scarves. Snow White and Prince, Snow White and her prince. Aurora and Prince Philip. Elaine of Avalor. Minnie Mouse. Tiana and Naveen. You could also get the seven, all seven dwarves in a holiday outfit. Donald Duck and Scrooge McDuck, which I did get. That's the one character interaction I got. Uh, Minnie and Daisy, Santa Goofy, Timon, Doc McStuffins, and Vampirina. Now, Timon, <laughs> Doc McStuffins, and Vampirina are in like a dance party area. Right. Tomorrowland, you can also find the reindeer and the polar bears, uh, along with a character interaction with Nick Wilde and Judy Hopps. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, so attractions that are operating during the Very Merry Christmas Party. Main Street USA, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, and the Town Square Theater. Have you seen the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom card? Uh, of course I have. I was going to ask you if you got it. I did. I, it's the Tiki Room's Four Calling Birds. I think it's pretty cool. I got to tell you something, Peter Mandel. I got two. Oh. Because I'm bringing one to you. You're the best, Kevin. I know. Uh, the uh, if you're not getting, I'm I actually am collecting the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom cards now. I do also. I know I can't have them all, but I like to get the ones I can get my hands on. Uh, do you have the spell book? Do I have this? No, I don't think I have a spell book. I picked up the spell book a few weeks ago. I think it's I love it. It's great. Okay, I, you know I like things that are theme park specific. Yeah. So I love you know. I, don't get me wrong. I would like a card of like you know. Uh, Archimedes, like doing something, but I love the ones that are specific to like rides and stuff. I yeah. think they're really cool. Yeah, those are really cool. Uh, Adventureland, the Swiss Family Treehouse, the Magic Carpets of Aladdin, the Jingle Cruise, which I went on at the Christmas party, uh, and Pirates of the Caribbean are all open. Frontierland, nice. you got Splash Mountain, Big Thunder, and the Country Bear Jamboree. Pete's going to the Country Bear Jamboree. Liberty Square, you have the Haunted Mansion. So no Hall of Presidents, no Muppets, great moments in history. Okay. Uh, Fantasyland, It's a Small World, Peter Pan's Flight, Prince Charming's Regal Carousel, which just had those, um, which just had all the, the scrim taken down off of it. Uh, Princess Fairytale Hall, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, The Mad Tea Party, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Under the Sea Journey of the Little Mermaid, Dumbo, and The Barnstormer. Tomorrowland has the Tomorrowland Speedway, Space Mountain, 
the Astro Orbiter, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, People Mover, and Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. Did you take a drink and a snack up to the TTA? No, we didn't do that. Uh, we should have, but we didn't. Uh, specialty foods at Mickey's. Here's the thing. I don't know if they would have let us do that anymore. They used to back in the day. We would take a hot chocolate up there. I, I've tried to go up there with like a thing of fries before, and they're like, nope. Huh. Interesting. Usually, I mean, you know, unfortunately, people probably were spilling. One bad apple spoils the bunch. Specialty foods, speaking of food, at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. You ready for this? Yep. The Main Street Bakery has a holiday Mickey cinnamon roll, a chocolate Yule log, and a sugar rush jumbo cupcake, a Mickey and a Mickey ornament gingerbread cookie. Um, Casey's Corner has a poutine hot dog. Okay. So that's going to be a hot dog. With French with fries, fries, brown gravy, and cheese curds on top of it. I mean, that sounds like possibly too much, right? You're like, that's a fork and knifer. It's a four. It's a, totally a fork and knifer. But yeah, no. They, they also have regular poutine in there as well. Uh, case so Plaza Ice Cream Parlor is serving a peppermint ice cream. Casey's Corner also has an ugly sweater brownie. Pecos Bills is serving a three caballeros spiced chocolate Yule log, churros, and Feliz Navidad nachos. Okay. Uh, Sleepy Hollow serves a red velvet zero waffle sundae, and Sandy uh, Sandy Claus dessert. Gaston's Tavern has the Gaston Cinnamon Roll and a Vanellope Von Schweetz Eclair. My friend Erica got the Eclair. It looked really good. Nice. Storybook Treats will have a Peppermint Soft Serve, a Scrooge McDuck Eggnog Custard Dessert, and Anti-Gravity serves a Christmas Cookie Sundae or a Milkshake. Cosmic Rays has a Jolly Holiday Burger and Mickey's Very Merry Berry Lemonade. What do you think's on a Jolly Holiday Burger? I, I shudder to think. I <laughs> How do they Christmas up a burger? a burger? You know what? I think I need to look this up real quick. Yeah, we need to find out. Is the bun, like, dyed red and green or something? I mean, what makes this, like, a holiday burger? Oh, so it's a holiday-carved turkey burger is what it is. Okay. Flame-broiled, one-third pound Angus burger topped with carved oven-roasted turkey. So it's a burger with turkey on top of it. Munster oh, so cheese. burger yeah. and turkey. So it's a burger with turkey, Munster cheese, stuffing, and cranberry sauce on Texas toast served with french fries that actually sounds amazing yeah okay so it's very holidayish. yeah no I, I would i would have that in a second uh the restaurants that are open main street usa has the main street bakery the plaza ice cream parlor uh casey's corner and the crystal palace is open to 8 p.m hmm. adventureland has aloha isle so you can still get your dole whip can't get a citrus swirl though frontierland pecos bills is open to 11 p.m the golden oak outpost also open to 11 p.m Liberty Square, you got Columbia Harbor House to 8 p.m., Sleepy Hollow and the Liberty Square Market to 9 p.m. Fantasyland has Storybook Treats, the Be Our Guest Restaurants to 10 p.m., Gaston's Tavern to 10 p.m., and Cinderella's Royal Table to 10 p.m. Tomorrowland has Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe, Annie Gravity's Galactic Goodies, and the Lunching Pad. I gotta tell you, my fr I thought my friends made a really fatal mistake because they, they booked us, uh, they were like, oh, we got a dinner reservation for the party. I was like, what? But it was actually before the party. It was at like 6 o'clock at the plaza. Interesting. Plaza's good, man. Have you ever eaten there? Um, I want to say I ate there my very first trip, actually, but I've never gone back. I feel like a lot of people overlook the plaza, but it's actually really good. They have a really, well, they have some really good burgers there. I told you, I'm sending Nolan. He's going on his first trip. He's leaving on the 27th. And of December? He re 
of November. Oh, oh I guess we're not going to And they really the wanted um, Be Our Guest. So I was able to get a Be Our Guest for him when they opened it for the Christmas party seating. So he was on the fence about going to the Christmas party. But um, when that came up, he was like, oh, awesome. I think he was happy to be able to go. So Has he's Nolan go been and... listening to the show in order to prepare? He should be, right? Nolan is... Uh... No, Nolan is is, uh, is Pete's sidekick over at Rogue Comics. Yeah, Nolan worked for me forever, and now he's all grown up and has a real job. But um, he worked for you all through like high school and stuff, right? Like he would come in after school. Yeah, yep. He started working here as a as an early teenager, and then even throughout college, he would like come back. But it's funny; his only Disney World experience is listening to me talk about it to people all the time. Right, of course. Right, he's never been. I mean, he knows literally nothing. So I am kind of crash coursing him this last six months. Um, as he is about to go for the first time. Do you feel that your Padawan is is ready for this? You know, uh, you know what stinks is as we're getting closer to it. My my, I've given him everything. We've gone over maps. We've, you know, he has all his fast passes, all his meals. I mean, his trip is is immaculate. It's perfect. Right. But I, I keep telling him like you got to just go there and kind of live it at the same time. Like right. you're not going to see everything. You know, you might mess some things up. It's just one of those things. Like I can almost can't explain anymore. You know, you got to yeah. just go walk around and really soak it in. So he's excited. What do you think about the entertainment offerings at Very Merry Christmas Party? Like the parade, for instance. Uh, it's okay. I mean, but. It, right. It's I okay. Mean, like it yeah. was, it was, it was cute. I liked, I, I did like it, but it was no boo to you. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, I, I literally don't care about parades at all, except for the Halloween right. party parade. I mean, that one is just so over-the-top fantastic. Absolutely. I kind of never really need to do parades other mm-hmm. than that one. Not only that, so that you also have the uh, holiday wishes, which honestly I did not love. And, but um, you know what? I didn't like Hallow Wishes this year either because I've gotten spoiled on the projections. Right. That makes sense. Without the projections, it's just not as spectacular anymore. Right. But they do projections on the stage show because we were getting our uh, we were getting pictures on Main Street before we left. We wanted to get like a picture with the castle with the dream lights on. But right. the show starts while we're in line. And so but then I'm, I turn to my friends. I'm like, oh, no, this is going to be even better because now we're going to have like a super rare pick of the castle like turned into something else. And you were wrong. I, I was right. Oh, Got a pretty yeah. cool picture. Um, it didn't line up with when the castle turns into the log cabin. Which is what I wanted, but... Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But, so that is the holiday season at Walt Disney World. Anything else you want nice. to add? Yeah, you want to hear... Now, you know I'm going to Disneyland very, very soon. Yeah. Um, no more Jingle Cruise in Disneyland. Really? I don't know why. They when, wasn't. They didn't have it last year. They're not having it this year. When When is the trip uh, coming up? Uh, I will be going in about two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, you know, I'm going to be... from today, I'll be walking around California Adventure. Awesome. Awesome. That's fantastic. Um, you're going to have a great time, and I hope to hear all about it when you get back and do a whole you trip will. report. Uh, maybe that ought to be our next show is your your trip report, because uh, obviously next week being Thanksgiving and all. Um, and then we have to get back into our world tour. We did like we did Mexico, and then like we kind of stopped. <laughs> I know. Agreed. So we have to get back into the world tour. We'll be doing Norway soon. Um, you mean Arendelle. Arendelle, Norway, yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, unless there's anything else uh, you want to add, we have we have a potential new announcement coming for Two Men in the Mouse very soon, uh, which will be a pretty big deal and will help us to keep to a more regular schedule with the show. So you know that's something to look forward to in the future. If it, I'm just kind of working out the final details on that now, 
And yeah, um, everyone have a really wonderful, safe and happy Thanksgiving with your families. And uh, to those of our listeners not in the United States, have a wonderful and safe rest of November, I guess. Um, I was like, do you think that like other countries, like right after Halloween, they start off with Christmas and nobody has a problem with it because they don't have Thanksgiving? Well, I mean, let's face it. We kind of do that here. I mean, we do it. We, we do it here and I'm all for it. Me too. I I don't know if maybe I'm just not grumpy like uh, as I get older, but like, I don't know. One of my neighbors put out Christmas lights like right away on like a nice day after Halloween. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I mean, I also believe in letting people enjoy things. Yeah, me too. You know, like it, it's like it's like, if you know, your friends who when you talk about your Disney trip, they're just like, oh, why don't you grow up? Disney's a soulless company that, that blah, 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 blah. It's like, let me let me like this. Yeah, for real. It's like, okay to like things. It's okay to, I know it's, we, yeah. we live in an extreme, like, hater society. Yeah. It's okay to just like things. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you guys have, again, a really wonderful Thanksgiving season with your families. Uh, we will be back very soon, hopefully with a major announcement. Folks, if you love Peter Mandel, check him out over at Rogue Comics in Cranford, New Jersey at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. Uh, or check out RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. If you are planning a trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Adventures by Disney, any Disney resort throughout the known world, or Universal Orlando Resort, check out our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Also, if you're renting a crib or stroller in Walt Disney World, check out our friend Dimitri Ravanis and his new show, Chewing Clock. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I mixed up our two sponsors. If, if you're renting a crib or stroller, don't go to Dimitri Ravanis because he doesn't <laughs> rent. If you're renting a crib or stroller, go to our friends over at KingdomStrollers.com who will rent you the crib or stroller of your dreams and deliver it right to your Disney Resort. If you like college football, though, go over to Dimitri Ravanis with his new show, Chewing Clock, over at the Armchair All-Americans Network. You can also find it on iTunes, 15 minutes every single weekday. A really, really great show. And folks, for me, uh, my books are currently on sale. You can get Rocinante or Wrath of the Faithful for 99 cents on uh, Kindle. So, uh, you know, pick that up. Let me know how you like it. Leave a leave a leave a review if you enjoyed it. And um, yeah, hit me up and, and, you know, let me know what you think. Uh, you can also find more information on my books over at um, Facebook.com slash Kevin J. Kessler author or follow me on Instagram at White Dragon PN or Twitter at Kevin J. Kessler. Um, that, well, that does it again for, uh, for this week, folks. Uh, Pete, any closing words? Uh, you know, I just want to say I, I, they're kind words about my Haunted Mansion tattoo. So oh, yeah. thank you to everyone. I've finished my second piece. It's healing up. Uh, it's going to be a really cool project when it's all done. Awesome. Well, well once that's done, uh, give it over to your sister-in-law. Have her post it up in our group. Will do. All right. Folks, keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.